Welcome to Women in Revival podcast. AD 44. Emperor Claudius is in charge, and Herod Agrippa rules over the province of Judea. A dark cloud hangs over the fledgling church. James the Elder has just been assassinated by Herod, and Simon Peter has been imprisoned, likely to suffer the same fate. This is only the beginning of a long history of persecution for the Christian church. What would you do? Deborah Shinbi will take us further as we start this new series, considering the life of Mary, the mother of John, by looking at today's topic, the time she lived in. Thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness, and particularly for this season of podcast that we are about to start. I'm praying that you will open your word to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to the Women in Revival podcast. I am hoping and praying that you will find this short series a blessing. Don't forget to send our podcast to your friends and loved ones. Do share it on your social media platforms. If you have any need to contact us, our website is available, oakofrighteousness.co.uk. Go on our contact us page and there you find every necessary information that you will need to contact us so welcome to this season of podcast this is going to be a very short series but probably three episodes so it is my prayer that whatever amount of days we'll be spending together on this particular season of podcast it will edify you the more so this time we are looking at considering the life of mary the mother of john mark You know, this is a biblical figure that many of us are probably not familiar with. One thing that I love is looking at biblical characters. I've gained a lot from the life of men and women in the Bible. And that is what we'll be doing in this particular series. We want to consider the life of a woman called Mary. You know, there are many Marys in the Bible, isn't it? On this season of podcast, we are considering one of those Marys, which is the mother of John Mark. You may be wondering, Mary, the mother of John Mark, who is even John Mark? John Mark is the brother that wrote the Gospel of Mark. So we want to look at the life of the mother of this dear brother. Her name is only mentioned once in the Bible, yet for me it caught my attention it did something to my heart and it is my prayer that the Lord will challenge you as a woman as we go through this series. So we will be settling on Acts chapter 12. We are not going to go through the entire chapter, but we'll be picking a few verses from Acts chapter 12. I've been privileged to go through the book of Acts recently. Um, actually still in the book of Acts. I recently finished chapter 12 and it's a blessing. So it's out of the few things that I've gleaned that you and I will share thoughts together. The life of Mary, the mother of John Mark, is a challenge. So let us run quickly to the book of Acts chapter 12. And I'm going to read a couple of verses. I will stop whenever I need to stop. So do you want to grab your Bible? Whatever translation you have is fine. I usually like reading from the King James Version. But today, I'm tempted to swap my translations. So, I'll probably read today from the NIV. Alright, it says, It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church. Intending to persecute them, he had James, 
the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handling him over to be guarded by four scores of soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. Verse 5 now. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying for God, to God for him. Now, we will be reading beyond these five verses. We will be looking at other verses. But we are looking today at the time Mary, the mother of John Mark, lived in. The time she lived in. And if you look at the verses we've read, particularly between verse 1 and verse 5, this was a time that the, uh, the first century church was given birth to. After the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ, the church grew. There was great revival amongst the brethren. And at the same time, there was great persecution. So if you look at the verses I've read in Acts chapter 12 from verse 1 to 5, the Bible tells us that the time Mary, the mother of John Mark, lived in was a time of intense persecution. And it speaks of our, now, our time now also. There are persecutions all over the world. Our brethren in the Asian world are being persecuted again and again. So such was the day that the mother of John Mark, Mary, was living in. Our time was the time that Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex, the King James says, to persecute, the New Living Translation says, he stretched forth his hand to vex, to persecute, to torment the church at that time. So, for Mary, the mother of John Mark, the time she was a believer, the time we are looking at this woman was the time that the church was going through a tough time. The time the church was going through difficult time. It was a difficult season for the church at that time. It was a difficult time, just like for many of our brethren in some parts of the world where persecution is quite high. Some of them can't gather together to fellowship. Some of them are fellowshipping underground. Some of them have no access to the Bible. There are believers who, if they manage to get few verses, they quickly memorize it so that they can have something to eat on the go. So such was a time that Mary, the mother of John Mark, lived in. It was a time of intense persecution. At that time, the king Herod laid his hand, in verse 2, the Bible says, he laid his hand on James, the brother of John. These are the sons of Zebedee. So at that time, Herod has taken James and he killed him. So such was the time that Mary was a Christian woman. And when Herod saw that, yes, killing James brought delight to the Jews at that time, he went further now to capture Peter. So it was as if at that time when believers meet together, it was quite a time of fear. It was quite a time of panic. They don't know who might storm into their meetings and arrest whoever. So it was a time that James was put to death and now Peter was also seized by King Herod. So it was as if the time Mary, the mother of John Mark, was a Christian, was a time when leaders 
in the body of Christ were being highly persecuted. And I believe one way or another that Mary, the mother of John Mark, was probably the women fellowship leader or a prayer group leader, as we will see as we go on. So her own life may have actually been in danger as a leader because at this time, it was the leader of the church that Herod was laying his hands upon the male leaders. And I believe not just the male leaders. If Herod gets to know that you are the women ministry leader of your local church, it's as if you are in trouble. And I think many of us can identify even with the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark, the time they were living in. Many of our churches are going through all sorts of situations. And some of our churches are coming out of one, we are entering another. Maybe you are the wife of the pastor. Maybe you are the leader of the women ministry leader. Maybe you are the leader of the women's prayer group. And there are challenges, there are difficulty. Maybe you are the leader of a small group. Maybe you are a small group Bible study teacher. I know how challenging and how difficult it can be. As we are looking at the time of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Christianity wasn't um, a bed of roses for Mary, the mother of John Mark. It was also a difficult time, even for these brothers, as at that time. Actually, more difficult than ours. So at this time, there was intense persecution upon the church. Herod was taking the leaders, making a caricature of them, putting them in prison, slaughtering them just anyhow. And also, verse 5, so Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. So while we say the time that Mary, the mother of John Mark, was a Christian woman, was a time of persecution, it was a time of difficulty for the church, the first century church, I also want to say, looking at this Acts 12 verse 5, that it was also a time that the church was praying. So Mary, the mother of John Mark, was a believer at a time when the church was a praying church. And I think that is where I want to draw my conclusion for today's episode, the day she lived in. Yes, it was a difficult time. Yes, it was a trying time. Yes, it was a challenging time. Yes, it was a time of intense persecution against the church, against the leaders of the church. Yet, it was a time that the church put to action the biggest weapon that God has put into their hands, the weapon of prayer. It was a time that the church was praying. Unlike our time, the church has gone wild. The church has embraced all sorts of. You look at the women ministry in your local church. Is it a praying women group? Is are the women in your church women who are fully grounded in God's word? For Mary, it was a difficult time indeed, yet it was also the time that they accessed the place of the highest privilege. Like my husband said a couple of years ago, the place of prayer is the place of highest privilege. And such was the time that Mary the mother of John Mark lived in. She saw the challenges of the church, which she herself would have partook of. She saw the difficulty of the church. She saw the sudden death 
of the leaders of the church. She saw how their leaders were being captured. It was a time of derision. It was a time of sorrow. It was a time of fear and panicking, probably, for the first century church. Yet, it was at such difficult time that we are meeting Mary, the mother of John Mark. And it is my prayer that as we look at the life of this woman, the Lord will inspire your heart. The Lord will equip your heart to be the Christian woman that he intended you to be, regardless of what is happening to the church, in the church, and for the church. May God find you a faithful Christian woman, regardless of what church age you are in. Amen. We don't know much about the Mary in Acts 12, but we do know about her son, John Mark, or better known as Mark to many believers. John Mark was the writer of Mark, the shortest of the four Gospels, and is also mentioned as a worker together with Paul in his letter to Philemon. Mary from Acts 12 might not be as well known as some of the other Marys, but her motherhood says it all. Deborah Shinobi will take us further as we explore the topic her motherhood. Father, we thank you once again as we continue this particular season of podcast to share whatever is your thought with each and every listener. In Jesus' name, Amen. It's my privilege to welcome you back to the Women in Revival podcast. I'm praying that it will be a delightful time for you and everyone you might be sending this particular series to. On this new season of podcast, we have been looking at a wonderful woman. This particular series is tagged considering the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Considering the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark. And yesterday, we looked at the time she lived in. We saw that it was a turbulent time. It was a difficult time. It was a challenging time for the church. And it was at such time that God allowed Mary, the mother of John Mark, to be a Christian woman. And the challenges of life, the difficulty against the church, which would have affected every individual person, did not hinder Mary from pursuing God. And I'm praying that the Lord will help us to be outstanding believers to his glory. If you missed yesterday's episode, do go to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. If you need to contact us, our website has all the necessary information that you need to contact us. Go on our contact us page and we will respond to you as we see your email chat. Um, text message, WhatsApp, whatever. So today on considering the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark, we want to briefly look at her motherhood, the motherhood of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Even though we don't have much written about her motherhood, but there are a few clues that we can look at to grant us a bit of um, understanding of this woman's life as a mother. 
I'm praying that whatsoever we are able to touch on will be a blessing to you and to me. Like I was saying that could it be that Mary was probably the women leader or a prayer group leader or the cell group leader or maybe she was just a church member. But there are things of great emulation we can learn from the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark. She was a courageous woman in a season where she should have lived in fear. She was a woman of faith. She was a woman of courage. It was her faith in God and her prayer that made her to open the door of her house, even to those who came to her house to pray. We will read that today as time goes on. So even though not much is written about the life of this woman, nor about her family life, but there are things we can still learn from her life. So let us go and read Acts chapter 12. Yesterday, I read from verse 1 to 5, and I think I will do so again, and I will read verse 12. Verse 12 is the only place you will find in the Bible where we learn of this woman called Mary, the mother of John Mark. And I read from the NIV. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handling him over to be guarded by false courts or false soldiers. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. Verse 5. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. Verse 12. When this had dawned on him, Peter went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Now, between that verse 5 and 12, we've jumped a few verses, verse 6 to 11 tells of Peter's encounter in the prison, how God sent his angel to set Peter free and all of that. So when Peter was set free, the Bible now tells us in verse 12 that when Peter realized that what was happening was actually reality, so he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who is also called Mark. There could have been many other houses Peter could have gone to, but he chose to go to the house of Mary, the mother of John Mark. He probably knew that there would be people gathered there praying. Mary had a mother's heart because we are looking at Mary's motherhood. So she probably had a mother's heart. Her home was open. Like I said, we don't have much about her family life, but some historians believe that at this junction in Mary's life that she was probably a widow. You see, the Bible didn't tell us that, but that's what historians say. But just looking at this verse 12 alone, that she was called Mary, the mother of John, who is also called Mark. I am saying that Mary was a godly mother who raised a godly son. And whether Mary had more children than John, I don't know. The Bible didn't tell us that. But what we know is that John was her child. And we know John was a godly child. John Mark was a companion of Paul and Barnabas. If you read the book of Acts, seeing Paul's first missionary journey, you will see in chapter 13, the Bible specifically mentioned John Mark there. So, 
he was a companion of Paul and Barnabas. And John Mark was the writer of the Gospel of Mark. And Mary, who we are now looking at, the mother of John Mark, was also the aunt of Barnabas. And who knows, maybe Mary actually had a great influence, even in Barnabas' faith. We never can tell. You know, Barnabas was called the son of encouragement. And maybe he learned encouragement from the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark. So while we don't have much about Mary's motherhood, but it is worthy of note that this Acts chapter 12 tells us that Mary is the mother of John called Mark. And in our house, many gather there to pray. So that tells me that she was a godly mother. She invested time upon even the life of her son, Mary. And maybe for us to discover a little bit about our motherhood, we should actually read what our son wrote. The Gospel of Mark. Let us read the Gospel of Mark. Maybe chapter 1 and maybe just verse 1 or so. It says, the beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Now, I've just read verse 1 to 3. That is the gospel of Mark, the son of this woman called Mary, the mother of John Mark. For her son to sit down, to pen down the gospel of Mark from chapter 1 to chapter 16. That tells you that her motherhood was a rewarding one. That tells you that she was a mother that spent time raising and teaching her child even the way of the Lord. I don't know at what junction she came to know the Lord, but whatever junction she met the Lord, she had a kind of influence upon the life of her son as her son saw people gathered in their home praying, as her son saw her mother's heart, the fate of her mother during a turbulent time for the church all this gathered together to strengthen even the faith of Mark, the son of Mary, the mother of John Mark. And here we have a old gospel in the Bible alluded to the name of this woman's son. Imagine the name of your child being in the Bible, writing a old book of the Bible. The more I'm seeing the life of John Mark, who wrote the Gospel of Mark, I am saying the impact, the role his mother played, even in his own life. We may not have record of a motherly role in the life of John, but the life or the Gospel of Mark is a vivid evidence that John Mark was a godly child. He was a godly brother. He was a brother who followed on to know. He was a brother who grew up in his faith. He was a brother who took up even the faith of his mother. And I'm praying that in your own modern journey, may your life bring encouragement to your children and to those who are believers around you. May the Lord help you not to give up in times of challenges, in times of difficulty, whether this is corporate challenges or difficulty. For many of us in our time now, we are going through challenges, isn't it? The economy of many of our nations are struggling. 
we have the cost of living that has risen so high. And unfortunately, many Christian women are misbehaving, not knowing that actually how they are processing this difficult time will bear upon the life of their children. Just as how Mary, the mother of John Mark, processed that difficult season for the entire church in the first century, had a bearing upon the heart of John Mark, that John Mark's life was really affected to the point that he penned down a whole book of the Bible, to the point that he dedicated his time for a young man to sit down and write, write, write. You know, one thing with our young people, writing is not something they love doing. But this brother sat down, he wrote a whole book of the Bible, 16 chapters, to the glory of God. That speaks volume of Mary's motherhood. And maybe all the Lord might use to impact the life of your child is how you process the difficult season of your life. Maybe you are going through turbulence in your marriage presently. Maybe you are the verge of giving up on your marriage. Maybe you are the verge of signing that divorce paper. Have you thought of what will the effect of the divorce be upon the life of your son, upon the life of your daughter? Have you paused and reflect that if you quit this marriage, what will be the outcome? Of the life of your children maybe for you is financial difficulty and uh, you are now getting into all sorts of illegal dealings have you paused for a moment and ask yourself if my son gets to know of what i'm doing how will that play upon his fate how you are handling your present season your present situation and circumstance we have bearing upon the upbringing upon the fate of that child of yours, of that son of yours, of that daughter of yours. And it is my prayer that difficult season, difficult challenges, difficult situation, be it at home, regarding your health, your marriage, even challenges in the church, may it strengthen your personal faith that will reflect upon your motherhood and that will affect the heart of your children, whereby your children can testify to God's faithfulness to your life, others your faithfulness and steadfastness to the God who never fails. And through that, your children can say, I am following the God of my mother. Amen. Mary lived in a hard time for believers. Persecution was growing, James had been martyred, and Simon Peter had been imprisoned. In a situation like this, it's easy to give up and abandon church and faith, but not for Mary. Welcome to Women in Revival podcast. Deborah Shunavi will explain more about Mary as we finish this series with the topic, her contribution to the church. What a privilege, Father God, to be called a child of God. Thank you for the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark, that we can peep into very briefly. As we round up this short series today, do wrap it up to your glory and to your honor. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. So, last time we saw briefly the motherhood of Mary, the mother of John Mark, even though the Bible did not give us much into our motherhood. But we try to speculate, looking at the life of our son. And if you missed yesterday's episode, please do go back to our website, www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. And if you need to contact us, go on our contact us page on that same website and do contact us and we'll respond to you as soon as possible. I'm hoping you are sharing this podcast with your loved ones. As we bring this particular series to a close today, it is my prayer that the Lord will speak to your heart even as we round up. So today we want to round up this particular season of podcast as we talked about Mary's contribution to the church. So we saw the time she lived in, that it was a turbulent time, it was a difficult time, it was a challenging time for the church and actually for every believer at that time. There was a great persecution against the church and particularly against the leaders who were thrown into the jail. Some were killed by Herod and it was at such time that Mary, the mother of John Mark, was a Christian and she opened the door of her own house for people to come in to pray and to pray particularly for their leaders. So we want to look deliberately now at what contribution this woman made into the body of Christ, into the church of Christ. Sometimes it's easy to look at maybe what you are offering or what you are doing is not significant. But this woman's name was only mentioned just in one verse. Yet that one verse spoke volume of the life of this woman. So let us go back to Acts chapter 12 as we look briefly at the contribution of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Don't forget that from between verse 1 and 5, we read of the season of the time that happened upon the church, the, the early church. There was persecution. Herod was arresting them. He killed James, the brother of John. And then he went further to pick on Peter and threw him into the prison, hoping to bring him out after Easter and then kill him. Because he realized that killing James brought the light to the Jews. So he wanted to make Peter again a scapegoat, a guinea pig. But the Bible spoke something in verse 12, which is where we'll be focusing on in today's episode. Verse 12, Acts chapter 12. It says, from the King James Version. And when he had considered the thing, now this is talking about Peter. Between verse 5 and 12 are other verses that we didn't read. So those verses talks of how Peter was released, how God sent his angel to Peter in the prison. So now this verse 12 now is not telling us what then happened after Peter realized that actually what was happening was real. It wasn't a dream. So, Act 12, 12, the King James Version says, And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. I don't know, are you saying? The New Living Translation says, When he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, 
where many were gathered for prayer. So I'm trying to think that could it be that Mary had a big living room where many could gather? I am perceiving that she was probably a woman of affluence. Maybe she was a rich woman. Maybe her husband left her a, a lot of inheritance. I don't know. But one thing that struck me was that the Bible says many gathered. So a living room must have been a big living room. Or maybe it was even a small living room. Whatever size it was. What matters to me is the fact that she opened the door of her house for many to gather to pray. That's a great thing. As I'm speaking, I'm thinking of a dear friend. Who, when it comes to hospitality, oh, <laughs> honestly, I respect her. And seeing this woman, the mother of John Mark, the Bible says she opened her house and many gathered there to pray. I don't know whether you are seeing the courage of this woman. This was a difficult time for the church. This was a time that probably if error gets to know that you have any alliance with the church, you are in trouble. It was a challenging time. Yet, this woman opened the door of her house for brethren to come in to pray. She was a woman who was hospitable. She was a woman that identified with brethren's problem, as we can see. She identified with Peter's case. She said, brethren, come to my house. Let's gather together to pray. She was a woman who is easily moved by other people's issues. She was a woman who was friendly. She was approachable. No wonder when prayer meeting was called in her house, nobody could say, no, I'm not coming. People came because not only would they come and pray, she would have offered them drinks, maybe some snacks. They would have eaten. They know, oh, there is no way we will go to marry the mother of John Mark's house that we will not be well fed. We will be well fed. And such is the story of the life of this woman. At such a time, she contributed her home to the edification of the church. She made her home a place of prayer for many to come in to come and pray. I believe she herself was a woman of prayer. I believe she herself believed in the power of prayer. And at a season when she should be fearful, when she should be discouraged, when she should bury her head, when she should coward in, she arose as a woman of courage and said, Brethren, come in, let us hold heaven's hand over the life of Peter. Oh, that God will find you and I as women who are devoted, women who are devoted to prayer, women who believe in the power of prayer, women who are friendly, women who are godly, women who are happy to open the door of their house for others to come in to be fed, to drink, and to learn the word and to pray to God. Mary, the mother of John Mark, contributed her home as a resource place, as a prayer house, even for other brethren to come where they can hold the father's hands on behalf of a fellow brother. What is your contribution to the church of today? What have you contributed? Some of us, we've contributed division to the church. Some of us, we've contributed gossip to the church. Some of us, we've contributed discord to the church. Why some of us have contributed love, hospitality to the church. Mary, the mother of John Mark's name, entered the Bible. All because she made her home a praying place at a turbulent time. 
Have you heard of someone in need? Have you heard the story of somebody going through a difficult time? Have you thought of making your home a place you can gather a few people to come in to pray? Have you friends who are in ministry? Have you thought of making your home a place where people in ministry can step in to be fed, to be encouraged, and to be prayed for? You know, I'm remembering a pastor's wives that I knew many years ago when they used to live in a particular place in Essex. I remember also that they had this small um, kind of um, is it nanny's quarter or whatever it's called in that uh, house and it was devoted to ministers for ministers to just come there for personal retreat when you come you use the place then you drop the key and you go offer to ministers free of charge and there are some of you who are listening to this podcast the lord has blessed you financially you have accommodation you have um properties in various places you are using it to accumulate wealth here and there that's fine but have you thought of the need of brethren have you thought of all what god has blessed you with maybe a blessing maybe a contribution to the body of christ you know as i'm talking i'm remembering a dear friend who out of the crisis that we are seeing in ukraine opened our house and allowed a ukrainian family into her home and they gave them a whole i don't know what to call it you know they were really renovated get it done just for this family to have a home what are you contributing to be the body of christ sometimes we see needs in our churches we see families that comes in and they are in need sometimes you see children who are not well dressed And, you know, instead of ministering to the need of these families, instead of being sensitive to the need of those around, go shopping, buy them what you think they might need. Instead, women, what do we do? We gossip about them. We are the one that sees the one that is not well-dressed. We are the one that sees the wife that is not dressing well. You know, it's us. We never see the need in people's lives and see, how can I attend to the need of this person? The life of Mary, the mother of John Mark, is a challenge for you. I know for those of us in the Western world, sometimes we we love our space. If you don't call me before you call, you are probably not welcome. We can't just get up and say, oh, I need to go and check on Rose. You can't just get up and say, oh, let me go to somebody's house. You have to book appointment. You have to call, chat, text. But for Mary, the mother of John, she was actually the one who says, Come, come and pray in my house. Or could it be that the church leaders or some people say, Mary, can we come and pray for Peter in your home? And she said, of course, why not? Whichever way, whether she was the one who called from before the prayer meeting or she was approached that can her home be used for prayer meeting? And she said, yes, whichever one. What matters is that what she had at that time of need she laid it down at the apostles feet she put it down for the benefit of brethren and they gathered together to pray her home was a home of prayer sometimes some of our churches needs a place of maybe cell group some of our churches need connect group and they are looking for people in the local congregation whose home can be used for connect group they often women we don't want our homes to be used 
because you thought of how your sofa could be messed up you thought of how your house could become unclean but for Mary the mother of John Mark no she offered what she had as a contribution to the body of Christ she knew that wherever two or three gathers in God's name God is there she knew that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much therefore she opened the door of her house for ceaseless prayer on behalf of a fellow brother who was locked up by Herod. I guess we begin to see miracles. We begin to see divine intervention. We begin to see angelic intervention. We begin to see miraculous intervention when God begins to find us as women who are willing to lay our little, to lay our much down for the help for the support of those in need in church sometimes it might be your material resources and sometimes it might be your financial resources sometimes it might be your time that will be demanded upon whatsoever it may be let the life of mary the mother of john mark be a challenge to you there could be a non-believer that you may need to open the door of your house to to come in to be helped to be built up for the kingdom of God. It is my prayer that you will not fail to contribute your part, to contribute your quota, even to the building of the body of Christ here on earth and to the building of one another, even while we are still here on this side of eternity. May your resources, may your life be a full expression of God's faithfulness just as the life of Mary, the mother of John Mark has been. Amen.